After two solid weeks of podcasting, Ned and Josh are on holidays. It's now time for the Ned and Josh Holly Potty. Welcome to another Ned and Josh Holly Potty. It is the podcast, just a shorter version while we are on the sort of Christmas break at the moment. We're still together, but tomorrow I will be on the good ship uh, Splendor. Carnival Splendor. Cool name. Yeah, it is good, isn't it? I just nearly forgot the name as well. I was going to say, not a memorable one, really but a great. I'm one. not in charge of any of the paperwork, <laughs> which is great news for everyone involved. Um, but so today's the last time we'll be together and then we'll be recording separately, which is we've never tried on the podcast before. So you, tomorrow's show is worth it just to see if it's a train wreck. Yeah, I'm excited to start recording it. I'm not, I'm going to be in Canberra for a bit, then in Tassie, but I have a feeling that. Once I get to Tassie, it might drop off. Yeah. That's when it might get a little erratic and ha- hectic. Be, because what's going on? Well, I'll be trying to find out what time schedule you're on. Mm-hmm. I'll be I'll somewhere. Be on ocean that- time, mate. I'll be on international <laughs> waters time. Who knows what I might That's be not getting time, up to? By the way, and I'll be on in a place where they only just got the pirate internet. time. Pirate time. Are you going to be saying stuff like shiver me timber? Oh, stuff? for sure, for sure. Good. Mm-hmm. What, what else? Arr. Let's head to the pokies. Arr. <laughs> Let's play bingo. Arr. It's going to be stuff like that. So you're just going to be saying R after pretty regular yeah. stuff. Yeah. I also think my family will throw me overboard within four hours. I can understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Arr, As a matter of fact, I wish that for he them. He shall walk the plank. I hope Arr. they get away with yeah. it. <laughs> so we are recording this on Monday. It's going to drop tomorrow, which is Tuesday. None of this matters if you're listening to this at any other time. But we are, what, five days, six days away from Christmas. Yep. Yeah. It's very close. Can I ask you a question? Is it is it acceptable at this juncture to call in money that people owe you, or do you just have to now wait until the new year? Like mm. if you, if you've got a mate that owes you some money, like I don't, I owe I owe people money. But mm. my point is, I saw a mate of, of in a group chat ask for like fifty bucks from this this concert they went to the other day, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think you can do that this time of year. I think if you've left it this late, when someone owes you money, you just need to let that go now. No, I fully agree. Yeah. I think. That even the beginning of December, from December 1st until January 20th, mm-hmm. no money's going to be handed yep. over. So, in terms of friendships, so COB, so close of business, is the 1st of December. Yeah, yep. because it's like you need to be pay- spending money on gifts, yep. on flights, on food, on, on so drinks. much alcohol. There's yep. so mm-hmm. much stuff that people yep. need and want to buy over Christmas that I don't think being like, hey, I bet you have 150 bucks laying around, the 150 you owe me. It's no, like, it's, come on. it's rude. It's like, I, look, I understand I should have gotten around to it beforehand, but you should have also reminded me before December 1st That's as well. It. You should have actually had had a spine and come to me <laughs> well, I don't like some kind of loan shark yeah. and threaten me unless I paid you because as you've discovered, Ned, yeah. uh, lending me money, that's about the only way I pay it back. I was you, going to say, threaten me. It seems like... It seems very bizarre that you're having this attitude when you're talking about yourself. Oh, no. No, just because this is the thing. I've got the confidence in my friendships and also myself yeah. to just tell people no right now. Yeah, I can't <laughs> Somebody asked right me now. for money. I just replied, no. It, yeah. It's crisp. I, no. It's no Christmas. way. <laughs> I obviously don't have any spare money right now. Will you, though, if someone came to you and was looking for money... Is it rude to expect some sort of a plan to be put in like place, or to start to establish some kind of? A- I'm not even saying a payment plan, but it's like, all right, well, but from December fifth, uh, from no, uh, January fifteenth, you need to start paying me back. Well, let let me is that fine? Let me say a phrase that I've said so many times over the last twenty five days. Mm. I think we should circle back to that in the new year. Mm. So I think you're allowed to say that to your friend. I think we should circle back to that in the new year. I don't enjoy the attitude that you have where it's like, oh, look, mate, I'll get back to you later. It's like, no, I did you a favor. I already lent you money. The All that's happening is you owe me money. I'm being nice by not demanding it the night before Christmas. You know, we'll circle back to that in the new year. 
I think it works for anything, by the way. So, go back to that in the new year. <laughs> Except for our New Year's party. Yeah, it's like, well, no, we kind of do have to do now that look, tonight. I, I don't think I can work that out right now. <laughs> Let's circle back to that for 24-25. How about that? We're going to miss it then. Yeah, we're we're miss just going to no, miss no, it. We're going to do another one next year. It'll be fine. <laughs> I experienced this morning um, what I think everyone goes through of like the quickest change in attitudes while you're on the phone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just going from being so arrogant to essentially going back to being a child in the span of a second. So, how did it happen? Okay, so uh, this, um, I was calling around looking to try and make reservations and stuff, um, mm-hmm. and there was a place I was trying to get into that I couldn't get into, and so unfortunately, well, fortunately, I guess, the person on the phone was like, there's a place just down the street that does very similar stuff to what we do, so if you would like to go there, go maybe, there, maybe just give them a call. Mm-hmm. They're like, we have their number, so if you want to jot it down, no worries. Sure. This is where the arrogance comes in. She goes, um... I'll say this woman sounded, I'm not going to say that she was, but she certainly sounded like she would be probably over 50 or 60. Okay. So she's well, that's a 10-year that's a gap. So do you want to... 60 there. Okay, yeah. there we go. I'm trying to give her the... I'm no, trying no, to no, give mate. her some wiggle room. She over doesn't 60. know you're talking about her. So she goes, oh, four, one, one. Mm. And I'm like, oh, four, one, one. Yep. And then I think that... It's what I said then. When that, you said that, uh, yeah. So, so I go... Oh four, like essentially the second she said oh four one one, yeah, I go oh four one one because essentially all I'm remembering is the two letters that come after oh four mm-hmm. for every single phone number. She accurately, I guess, is somewhat offended by the fact that I'm like, "Come on, what are we doing? Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's I'm go." I'm not go, working go. on your yeah. time, mm-hmm. and just goes, and I can't remember the rest of the number, but it, she essentially just goes, "Okay, four two seven eight one seven two five three. and I'm like, "I love that." I love that she was like, sweetie, sorry, sorry. I'm doing this for you. Yeah. I'm slowing this down for you. And if you're saying I'm going too slow, what about I do max capacity for Deirdre? Yeah. Which is... Exactly. There's all your numbers. I'm seeing the entire oh. number written out here and I don't need to give you pauses. What's that little boy? You need me to slow down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. And that's what happened. I had yeah. to go, oops, sorry, sorry. That's humiliating. The problem was I had pen and paper right in front of me. Mm. I didn't have to go look for it. So... My advice to everyone today is... Start um, recording all your phone calls. Well, not start recording all your phone calls. this problem again. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> probably chill out a little bit in life. Um, but my my advice to everyone is, even if you have pen and paper, like you knew you were going to write down a number or take someone's name or take an email or whatever, just do like the pantomime of finding it. Okay. So be like, oh, hang on. Just, just give me a pen and paper. Just, just give me a second. Just, just try to find... Sorry. Yep. Okay. Go. And when they say O four one one, go O four one one. Even if you've already written it out, just make it seem like you're really taking. Just notes have properly. a bit. Of, just have a bit of humility in the face of somebody having information you need. Exactly right. Because this woman, I promise you, didn't want to give it to me again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, sorry, you'd been what, so rude. What was that you? after four one one? Yeah. That yep. she was like. Yeah, okay. And then she did this, which is really proving the point of exactly what I'm saying. She goes, four, yes. seven, She might be two. my favorite person. This and lady, then a huge yep. gap. And then two, four, five. I'm like, <laughs> you're not teaching me numbers. We'll do this off air, but I want to know where this place was so I can give them more business. It's actually the opposite for me. I want bad customer service. <laughs> So I'm happy to report a bit of an issue uh, with my mother um, that I would like to really emphasize now that um, I love her and she's a very intelligent, very intelligent human being. Okay. 
the cruise we're about to go on, um, mum very, very recently, in fact, only about a week and a half ago, when there was still something that could be done about this, by the way, uh, expressed an unawareness that she needed to take her passport with her. Were you going overseas? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Literally overseas. No, literally like you're going on, over on, the seas. On the yeah, seas. On, on the seas, I yeah, guess. So the, the cruise we're going on will go to New Caledonia and we will need to present a passport in order to get out there and have a Disembark. look. And, yeah. Um I just don't understand where her head was at with that, why she yeah. thought that wouldn't be necessary. And it's certainly something that even due to repeated repeated explanations from her, which all bordered on I'm going to say nonsensical yeah. as to like, well, the, but I thought because it was the boat, we wouldn't, the boat's like kind of home base. And she was speaking yeah. about a lot of that. I, I, um, I just still don't get it. I don't get how she could have possibly thought we would enter another country and she wouldn't need a passport. Well, but I think from the best I can extrapolate from the argument is she thinks the boat basically vouched for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I kind of understand almost where she's just, coming from. When she was explaining, it was like, you know what? I'm almost on your wavelength. Yeah. That like we're just a tour group, and as long as we all stay together, we don't kind of need a passport. But, but that is still so dumb. That would that's how everyone would get to New Caledonia. Yeah. I understand because it's like 98 or 9 percent of the time that you're going into a new country. It's through an airport. Yeah. It's through yeah. a terminal. So, so you, you understand how that works. But like boat docks. You kind of really have no clue on... I've, I've never done one. Me neither. I've never gone my... into a country through a dock. I've never gone into a country through a boat. A port. The interesting thing here is, used to be the only way to do it. Exactly. So for I, way longer. Yeah, I have no idea why <laughs> mum didn't put all the dots together here yeah. and go, hey, this is how people used to do it. <laughs> what well, can you stay on the boat? If you don't have your passport, can you just stay on the boat? That's such a good question. You're in international waters. Yeah. If you never touched foot on land at... You technically the never New Caledonia. You're in international waters. That's such a good question. Could yeah. you just chill? Could you just chill on the boat with a refusal, complete refusal to get off, yeah. and then you technically don't need it? You get on in Sydney, get back off in Sydney. The non pass, the non passport carrying passengers, like the the 150 that are left, just like carry around on this enormous empty boat. It'd kind of be rad having Jeez. the entire cruise to yourself. You'd want to hope nothing went wrong on the cruise because yeah. as people go to rescue, you go, well, unfortunately, you don't have your passport, so we can't land here anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, the, the boat caught on fire. We've had to take you all off. Unfortunately, we have to sit here until your passport paperwork goes through. Yeah. So You're going to have to really wait here for another four or yeah. five weeks. That's what's going to be happening. going to leave you on this platoon for a couple of, years, <laughs> of weeks and we'll come back for you, I promise. I've, um, I've worked one thing out for sure. I'm not asking my mum for any advice moving forward. It's smart. I yeah. think it's a good move. Just let her prove herself a couple yeah. more times before you go back to that well. <laughs> so I was at Costco the other day, and you know how they have the free samples? The, yes, yes, I love them. Um, they used to do that at lots of other shops as well, and there's sort of only a few now. I think you can get like a little bit of bread roll at Baker's Delight. You can, yeah, yeah, and it's like rolls that they've cut up, and it's all good. I love the um, grilled ham that they sometimes have at yes, Costco. so good. When so they good. Like fry a bit of Spam. I must admit, oh. I don't understand when they put a little bit of cereal in one of those cupcake holders. Like, no milk, no nothing. Just, just here's what the cereal tastes like. like great. <laughs> it would be better than this, wouldn't it? Maybe yeah. that's the magic. The cereal's so good that you think, if I added milk to this, imagine what would I Imagine this, in. but yeah. wetter. <laughs> I really think this should be implemented at every single business. Well, like a little taster? Every every business should have a free sample. Well, like, give me examples, because I don't know how it would work in most... got an exact example for you. Yeah, how would it work in most businesses? We were... You and I were in Sydney a couple of weekends ago, and we were at, we were at a hotel... And we had to wait for Michael to come and get us. He was coming to pick us up. And we just sat in the lobby on the really comfy couches. And at one point, I went to the toilet in the in the hotel lobby. And it was like an ultra comfortable... 
like airline lounge. Mm. And I think to myself, well, now I know that the Meriton in Mascot is a great hotel. Because I had the sample. Yeah. Because you've got to sit on one of the couches they it's had It's a free there. sample. I can only imagine how nice the rooms must be. And the bed must be really lovely. The toilet's very spacious. I think that is how a hotel does a free sample. They just let you hang out for like a couple of hours. I actually like that. Because the couch, you would have to imagine, is mm-hmm. the most used part of the hotel. Because like you have to use, like you have to book a room to go upstairs. Yes. So everyone can just come and sit on the ground. Um, what would, about other businesses with a free sample? What well, would you? But would you almost go for? You know how they have display homes sometimes, mm. but it's just a room that's like kind of just gives you a glance of what it looked like. Would you have that in the lobby of hotels no. where you could just go and lay on the bed and be like, "Oh, no, this isn't too bad." I simply wouldn't because I simply I wouldn't. simply would not permit it because it's too much. You want a sample platter. Yeah, I don't okay. need to know the bed is still yet to be revealed. The sample platter is just a, here's kind of what we're all about. Yeah, and now you know. Um, what I, about what about if? And I really don't want to call anyone out, but clothing companies that seemingly have fabric that gets washed once and it's ruined forever. What if they gave you like a little handkerchief square of it and so you could go home and put it in the wash and go, this is ruined, this is yeah. crap. And then you know that this material is not going to be good Whether in the a wash. A couple of Australian clothing companies would be bankrupt almost immediately. I'm not saying, I yeah, specifically no, said I'm not I, naming people. I would like to say that I think that's a great idea, but it's not so much even about that for me because you still get the product that's still good to wear the first time. So what I would think is maybe like a little, a little bandana. Like, you can go to a store and get a bandana for free, and that's the clothing store version of a free sample. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You get, like, a little handkerchief it's pocket not, It's square. not so much about... No, but it's useful still. You could still have a bandana. You could, you could if you want to look like Hulk Hogan or whatever, you could make that work for yourself. <laughs> what a topical <laughs> reference as well. You use a handkerchief. That's gross. Well, We've I moved past I don't, that, but I know people that do. Mm. do. It's so funny that... Do you know any of them under the age of 95 no. that still do it? Well, yeah, I don't know anyone over the age of 95, <laughs> so, but not o- under the age of 85. Do you think... It's so funny that it's like meant to be a symbol of class and like, oh, my lady, would you like a handkerchief? But now it's like become one of the grossest things mm-hmm. I could possibly imagine. Little bits of like... A mm, snot cloth. A snot with little <laughs> bits of blood and stuff. You're like, oh, God. That's just... You, that's your nose. If you have allergies, if you have allergies, yeah, Could I have? Could I give you my handkerchief, my lady? No, get the hell away from me! Gross. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been in an MRI machine, like a scan? Once, when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what was it like? Uh, well, at the at the time, I was unaware of what it was. How so, old were you? Yeah, I was probably like nine. Okay. It wasn't that scary. But now I understand a giant thing spins around at extreme force while you're in the center of it. And I don't... I think I did get in my own head about it now. Exactly right. I think you can kind <laughs> of... it's ironically getting in my head. But you can th- uh, you can hear it, I think, like yeah, whirring around. Nah. And it's taking scans of your brain and stuff. So, a lot's going on inside of it. I have been in one before, though. But it was before I knew how they worked. I also... Like, it's a kind of scary thing to do because... Um, um, like the doctors and stuff will all be like, all right, now just lay in this machine mm. and whilst we go three rooms over to observe what's about yeah, to happen. Yeah, that's it. We're none- gonna, and we're going to put on p- protective stuff. None yeah. of us want to be in the room mm-hmm. and also none of us are going to be even in the two rooms over. We're going to be so far out and removed. Just let us blast this at your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No reason to be concerned. I, personally, much like you said, would be concerned. Very. Probably not as concerned as concerned as this uh, 57-year-old woman from Wisconsin who decided to take her handgun in <laughs> through the MRI machine. This is one of those things where you're like, guess which country this happened in? And I could have. Yeah. I absolutely could have. Yeah, yeah. And I think we all can. And can if, I just... Can if you're guessing that yeah. country, you're right. What do you think is going to... Is someone going to attempt an armed robbery of you while you're in the MRI machine? That's like, what, it. What are you panicking about? Sometimes you can let your defences down because, as you said, this thing's taking photos of your brain. Yeah. So, like, don't worry about... 
if something bad's going to happen, it's, it's probably- going to happen without you <laughs> even being able to do anything about it. Also, by You're the way... You're not metal anywhere near them, though, are you? No, because uh, the gun went off. Oh, my she God. She shot herself in the ass. <laughs> I guess she was carrying it, like, in the back. Like, has a holster in the back, oh whatever. Oh, my she- God. I don't want to sound insensitive. Is she okay? Yes. Yeah, I don't want to sound insensitive. Well, you know, she's been shot in the ass, but she's not dead. No, she's fine. I don't want to sound insensitive, but I would give anything to see the MRI of her brain post and after. They, like, what's, what centres get activated when you get shot in the ass? They have, these scientists have incredibly unique data. Mm-hmm. What your brain does when you accidentally shoot yourself in the ass? <laughs> what kind of brain firing is going on there? Because what it, neurons fire when you shoot yourself in the ass? In order to get that without this happening, <laughs> yeah. you have to shoot someone in the ass exactly. while someone, they're in an MRI machine. Someone has to not be expecting it. This is probably the only time this mm. has and will ever happen. So take this data. It's so valuable. This is what's pro- the problem with Science though, unless you can compare it to something else, it's yeah. not conclusive. It's like, so this is yeah, this is currently the test. We need to see what happens when you don't shoot someone in the ass in an MRI that, machine. We, we need another one to compare to to see if the results align. It's America probably won't take more than another ten years for someone to accidentally shoot themselves in the ass. Start telling people MRI you can, machine. Yeah, stop telling people you can just take your, yeah. your handguns into the MRI. <laughs> It'll take care of itself. <laughs> the science will be conclusive very soon. <laughs> when you go to the toilet. Do you ever use the small flush button? No. Me neither. I like mm-hmm. don't even consider it anymore. Uh, and I and I know that sounds environmentally unfriendly, but it's actually not on me because the little half flush button never gets the job done. That's what I mean. Never ever gets the job done. And in my mind, it's better to go one big one than a small one and then a big one because the small one is like, yeah, it gets the race started, but it's like it's never enough. To, I want the water to go back to normal. I don't want it to be like sort of half and half, half and half of fresh water and, and pee. Like it needs to go back completely to zero. Exactly right. But here's also the other thing. I actually don't care about that. I would absolutely leave it like that. But it's the people that are coming in afterwards. I don't want them to think that I'm just like a heathen. I'm like, just just like no, no hydration in your system. Exactly. You need to drink some water. Yeah. Exactly. I like to, I like to leave it so that people don't know that I was in the bathroom before me. So. I just I don't know when it happened because I used to be so concerned about like a small button versus a big mm. button, but now I, I don't remember the last time I pressed a small button. I, I could be wrong here, and maybe it's because my bladder was smaller. But it seemed to me like the half flush did more when I was a kid. <laughs> like it solved yes. more of the problem. So maybe the, the toilet manufacturers have something to answer for. Maybe they've gone down in quality since the nineties. Was the toilet pressure stronger in the nineties? Did you get a stronger suck, or was? <laughs> Was, was gravity my bladder stronger. literally half the size it is now? Is yeah, that, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. It was like you were pouring out a thimble, and yeah. now it's more like a, a full water bottle. And yeah. It's like, well, you don't need sure that much is, water. Yeah. Um, can I? Can I also just quickly say to you? No, no, <laughs> not after that. I'm actually good to be done. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm not. I'm not at all. I'd like to just ask one more question about yeah. this whole situation. Do you? I've seen this online a bit lately because it's very hot over in um, certain certain parts of the world at the moment. In the states, I believe this was in LA. There was a there was a photo taken of a urinal, like a stand-up urinal at a pub mm. full of ice cubes. Yeah. Do you know why they do that? Well, it's just, I guess, so like it melts during the day and it's always like kind of permanently Cleaning. flushing it yeah, out because okay. it's like melting ice. Is makes that, it but that's water. a guess. You don't know why they do it. I don't know that. for a fact, I would assume. And also, you don't get a lot of splashback. I imagine it would hit the... Oh, it hits the ice. Yeah. yeah. So, it's not for the worst cocktail you've ever heard of in your entire <laughs> life. 
when I look at that, that's what I think of. I'm like, why are you using the ice for that? It's supposed to be behind the bar. Don't mix things that are behind the bar within here, because if you get the wrong bucket, I'm terrified now. Look, you guys, I was questioning it when you put ice in here, but now the little umbrellas too much. I don't. You don't make it appealing to me. Mango daiquiri tastes quite funny. I'm gonna say, little acidic. Who keeps leaving straws in the urinals? <laughs> time for the Ned and Josh Holly Potty to close for another day, but before we do, oh yeah, that's right, code word time. Thanks to our very first sponsor, Go Boat, Nick and the team doing some fantastic work down there in Lake Billy Griffin but also Brisbane, Melbourne, Gold Coast Sydney as well. Huge. Taking care of the show as well. The Ned Josh podcast wouldn't be possible without Go Boat. So um, very, very excited to have them on board but more excited to give you the chance to win a $200 Go Boat voucher right now which is three hours worth of Go Boating. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Code word today? Captain. Oh, Captain, my captain. They do have captain's hats down there. I think they're complimentary when you go down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're very exciting. Speaking of nautical, tomorrow's show will be the first one where I'm on the cruise. The high seas. You'll be able to find out whether or not I have gotten so seasick that I've had to be airlifted off the ship. I don't think anyone's ever been A helicopter winch me off. (laughs) If that's the case, I don't think they're taking you to hospital. I think they're taking you to a medical facility where they can study what happened to you. No, you've got to think, honestly. If it goes bad enough where I'm needing to be quarantined, they just leave me on the boat. (laughs) It's better to lose 3,000 than to lose 30 million. So let's just keep the boat out there. (laughs) Speak to you tomorrow. Well, that was the Ned and Josh podcast. Make sure to find the boys on socials. Just search at Ned and Josh.